All right, well, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Convincing Idiots. Uh, who are we, guys? Nick, why don't you introduce yourself? I am uh, Nick, the millennial, representing uh, the 30-ish-year-olds, um, and uh, I am Dean's brother-in-law and Brian's best friend, I'm pretty sure. And um, Here so, you. yeah, that's me, buddy. Very good. Dean? I am Dean. Um, As a sweet mask. Sweet yeah. mask. Just, I was doing this to tell everybody and remind everybody to wear your freaking mask. All right. Mm -hmm. uh, we're doing this over because some of us has been uh, in contact with people who has gotten the bug, uh, the plague, the COVID. So we are all doing this via Zoom, Skype, uh, call, video, chat. I am the aforementioned Dean. So, um, and I am a, well, I don't know what I, I'm in the middle. I, I don't know exactly. Did you say last time you're a Zennial? Zennial? Yeah, I think that might've been the term that you use. Zennial, um, cause I'm 1981. So there's, depends on what list you look at. I could be one, I could be the other. So Zennial. We'll call it that. Um, and uh, once again, I am Nick's uh, brother-in-law. He's um, He does stuff to my sister. And <laughs> Brian is my best friend. I don't know if I'm his, but... You know. <laughs> I think we already worked it out, but it's okay. It's not necessary. <laughs> Go into any further detail. Um, and, uh, well, Brian does stuff to somebody that's not my sister. So that's me. We can all appreciate that. Yeah, very good. Well, we'll talk more about who's done what to your sister on another uh, another episode. <laughs> that may change your position. But do we uh, have that long of a podcast? <laughs> my son listened to this, by the way. Uh, oh, uh, that's it's just a joke. It's just in a the joke. or, or um, uh, she she has uh, she likes to uh, arm. She used to arm wrestle a lot. Arm wrestling champion of the world, actually. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's great. Yeah, she now your arm. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, I'm uh, Brian, uh, uh, so I, I represent uh, Gen X. So as we mentioned on some of the uh, our intros and stuff, so like 20 years separates uh, me and Mr. Nick here. So, yeah, so this, again, the, the, our show here is about uh, uh, pop culture. We're going to talk about just a wide variety of topics. Everything's on the table. Um and we'll get three different uh, perspectives from three different uh, generations. So that's what we're all about. So, gentlemen, today uh, we're talking, it's close to Halloween. Yes, it is. And, uh, we thought a good uh, episode might be, uh, what's our top five scariest movies of all time? Uh, what are they? And we'll talk about those. Do we have any overlaps on our list? Um, so just... We'll see what we got, and uh, we'll see where the conversation goes. So, Nick, what uh, what do you got there? What's your top five horror before, movies of all time? Dean, go ahead. I'm sorry. Before we start, I would like sure. to give uh, a quick and special shout-out to the gentleman who created the music in the beginning of the show and probably in the middle and at the end, uh, Mr. Aaron Blake. Yes, fantastic human being, one of my favorites. Uh, Very good. If you know a better human being, um, introduce me to him because uh, – I don't think he exists. Aaron is uh, the best. And uh, Aaron, thank you for the music. Yeah, thank, thank you very much, Aaron. We appreciate that. We love it. And also, uh, I think we should also take a minute. We uh, should shout out Brian here for doing 
so much work so far. We really appreciate it. Editing the videos, uh, putting everything up, getting all the sound together, starting a YouTube channel. Anybody who liked our Facebook page or has seen and watched any of these videos, that's all thanks to Brian. So thank you very much. We appreciate all your hard work. Uh, I don't know what time you actually had to yourself this past weekend, but uh, <laughs> we were just getting a flurry of texts like, okay, this video is up and editing this one now and this one's uploading. So thank you very much for all your time and effort while we didn't hardly do anything. So thank you. No. <laughs> Appreciate it. Well, thanks, guys. It was, I, yeah, it was definitely fun doing it. Go ahead. What's that? Yeah. I'm ready to give us a plague. But... No, I mean, really, if, if Aaron Blake is one, um, Brian is 1B. You know what I mean? I'll take I mean, that. I'll take that, yeah. You can't rank greatness. That, it's that's like LeBron right. and, and MMA. Yeah. It's just they're right. both awesome. Just say it. Aaron doesn't fantastic. have a, a kick-ass beard that looks like he might be in the movie Hateful Eight. Dude, um, he could. I don't know. Like, it would, but like, he could. He could. But it's, he chooses not to. Right. And I like I like that. Not that I don't I appreciate your glorious beard, especially... I mean, it's perfectly. This is look at look what this episode turned into. Right. Look, I love the way. Do you? I, I'm gonna just ask. Do you? Is there any just for men involved or any sort of artificial? Is it just that's the color pattern? Does it work? No, out it's. I, I, well, again, it's all it's all dark. Okay. Naturally. So I okay. paint. In, I put the white in very painstakingly. Oh. It okay. Takes several hours to get the white and just the perfect. That's a joke. No, it just happens to be. I, say, happens I really to be appreciate way. the dedication to your craft right there. That's pretty insane. That's it's not just men. It's just for wolf men. <laughs> yes. Wolf, yeah. Just for wolf yeah. I'm sensing yeah. another episode. Greatest uh, beards and movies. Yeah. Well, we'll figure that out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man I know a guy that works that's got a great one, too. We all got to bring pictures, too, though. Yeah. yeah. Pictures and, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, before this goes completely off the rails, we shower ourselves in, in addiction. That is something about you guys. All your friends are like, hey, everybody's so great and everybody smells good and all that stuff. So that's great. <laughs> all right. So, Nick, yes. what, what is your top five horror movies of all time? What do you got? Okay, here, so my top yeah. five is a bit mm -hmm. of a, uh, a gumbo. So mm -hmm. like the typical millennial that I'm representing, I didn't totally follow the rules. I kind of did my own thing a little bit. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. I made, <laughs> um, I, I, it's kind of a mixture my of uh, the, the ones that I find the scariest and the ones that I just think are cooler that I really enjoy. Um, should we just go five? I'll just go five, five up to one, five. Yes. Starting lowest going up to one. Yep. So coming at number five, I have the Amityville Horror, mm -hmm. which I do find scary. Uh, number four, uh, would be uh, my dude Pumpkinhead right here. Pumpkinhead is not necessarily a scary movie in my opinion, but it's definitely <laughs> the coolest movie monster in my opinion. And uh, I don't know, it's just cool. I think uh, as a kid, it was one that I couldn't, you know, enjoy watching and not actually freak out about actually having to see. So that one's just a cool one. I don't really find it scary. Number three, a little bit of both. Um, number three is Psycho. It's one of my favorite movies ever. I think it's one of the most well done and suspenseful scary movies i don't know if it's a horror movie or per se but uh that would be number three psycho uh at number two straight up horrifying the exorcist it's just a scary movie it is uh holds up well number one for me is probably one that not a lot of people would consider to be a scary movie but it shook me to my core when i saw it and i've never truly let it go it's the sixth sense that child scares the living shit out of me hmm. 
not as bad now because he's an adult, although he's still a little creepy. I have seen him. He's on a Hulu, uh, Hulu show. Um, but yeah, man, that, that kid, just something about him. Artificial so, intelligence could be tied for first, too. He was in that as a child. And uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's, uh, well, I'm sorry. So you're creeped out by fat Haley Joel Osment? I'm less creeped out by him, fat Haley Joel Osment with a beard. A little bit less creeped out. Yeah, right. It's well, like weird. We everything it's like someone face app the kid which essentially is what that is but um yeah no I, I, as a child he scared the living shit out of me and that 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 movie really like scared the fuck out of me uh, i'm sorry we didn't make it far in this one either scared the shit out of me when i, when I was younger so uh that one it's <laughs> my scariest movie huh <laughs> and that's all right this is uh we're, we're pg-13 it's fine do you do you, what do you got what's the what's your hi, list Lane. hi oliver thanks for listening sorry dad yes. for Dad normally says that uh, uh, about you guys when you're not listening, but that's right. <laughs> Your dad's a degenerate. All right. So, number five. Uh, coming in at number five for me, I have The Candyman. Um, hmm. Once again, I, I, all I remember is I was, vi- it creeped me out. And I was yeah. even like older than I should have been getting creeped out by it. But uh, number four, Nightmare on Elm Street. Good classic. Yeah. Um, Music really does that. Um, mm-hmm. Three Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm. Um, Origi- I'm sorry. Did you say original or remake or both? Or original. just in general? Yeah, in the- I mean, we can get into it, but the remake is just doesn't have that grittiness. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, number two, I'm with you on The Exorcist. Ah, okay. Um, and then num- my number one. Um, as a kid, not being able to, to sleep after watching this movie, regardless of how many times I watched it, uh, the Amnaville Horror. Mm, so you guys have two overlaps. Okay. Yeah. Amityville and The Exorcist. All right. Brian, right, coming from the old school, what you got? Come on. Go. Yeah. We got more overlaps coming here. Uh, my number five, I have uh, The Silent thing. Movie Era. What's that? Is this going to be from the Silent Movie Era? Yeah, my uh, my in high school I watched uh, Nosferatu. No, <laughs> uh, uh, so uh, no number. That's five. not just a beer. Wait a minute, that's not just a beer. <laughs> <It's not>. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I uh, I awaken to do this show specifically. Uh, the Thing, nineteen eighty-two. This that's the remake. John Carpenter's The Thing. With actually Kurt Russell with a fantastic beard in that movie. Uh, Great movie. Nineteen eighty-two. Uh, if it's on TV, I'm staying locked there for like the whole the entirety of the movie. Yeah, it's a good one. Absolutely. Great, great movie. And we'll talk about the the uh, uh, I have an overlap with Dean number four, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original. Uh, remake was okay, but you know, cannot beat the original at all. Uh, number three, the shining. Uh, Jack Nicholson at his one of his very best, kind of a slow burn, but uh, you know, great payoff. The Omen, number two, the original from 1976, and finally, my number one, The Exorcist. So Everybody. that is The Exorcist made its way across all of our lists. So we'll Which talk what, a little bit more about that. What's I mean, that we we can dissect and, and go through them, but what does that tell you about if there was one movie that's on, regardless of what where it listed? Yeah. If it, yeah that intersects i mean that that's got to be the 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 great the best right or the yeah. scariest whatever it's, word 
uh, classifying. Yeah, it's so well done. And like I was saying before, it just it stands up like it's still like it's still scary. Like it's, you know, some movies you see and you're like, or you saw it as a kid and you're like, you see it later and you're like, that's not that bad. No, dude, that's a horrifying movie. It really is. It's just scary. Yeah, that, that for me that came out. That was out in '73, and I remember as a kid the the trailers coming on TV, and even the trailers freaked me. I remember watching the trailer one one night, and I was so scared I had to beg my mom to let me sleep with the light on in my room. So that tells you the you know the how old I was in the era back then. But uh, that was because it was a frightening a kid. concept. What's that? I said, because it was a candle. <laughs> <laughs> Sweetheart, the candle's going to go out. Mommy can't control it. It's, it's going to burn down. <laughs> That's right. She came into my uh, my straw bed and had to tie me in there to stop the uh, bed bugs from getting in and all that stuff, you know? I don't know if yeah. really you are with Pumpkinhead, but you are like the children at the beginning of Pumpkinhead. Like, <laughs> is it going to be all right? Should I be afraid? You're all in one big room. Your house is one giant room. <laughs> so, What about that movie scared you guys the most, The Exorcist? You know what? There's a lot uh, of people. Actually, I will tell you, not necessarily what scared me, but like, all right, I'll put it this way. The, her, the demon, wasn't even the scariest part about it. It was the, yeah. the performance of the, um, of, of the priest. And like everything he was going through, like the, the, the music, you know, like the, or the, um, the fly part. And, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just the shit that he was going through, to me, was scarier than a girl with makeup on. Yeah, I mean, that was scary, and the performance was cool and mm-hmm. and whatnot. But, yeah, just his performance, to me, was the scariest part yeah. of it. Now, was the, uh, remember the part where, like, with the... the- the uh, part where she's coming down the stairs, like walking like a like backwards, like a like in the uh, not originally in it. That was yeah. added later. No, that was a that was an additional scene they added right. in the in the in the re-release. That was yeah, pretty okay, creepy, that's though. Right. Yeah, yeah. I tell you what, real quick, because um, I was a fan as a uh, as as a kid, and I would I praised this movie up and down to my sister, uh, my oldest sister, actually how scary the movie was. And then around that time, they come out in the theater with it. And she's like, well, then let's go see it. I'm like, and I've talked this movie up to no end. We get in there. When they add 45 minutes of extra time, you realize why it wasn't in the original. Like I'm looking and sitting there going, oh crap, this isn't as good as I remember on. And I went home and watched it on VHS and it was just as fine. But that 45 minutes, you're like, okay, this drags on and on and on. I have breaking news, and this is just off the newsroom floor. Okay. That was your younger sister. Oh, okay. She just came down the stairs and heard you. And said, <laughs> <laughs> we, we only we only do facts here, people. We're not we're no fabrication <laughs> of stories here. Because that's what an important the, detail. <laughs> what was the breaking news? That it, uh, it was her that you were t- telling uh, that that's uh, something happened. But really, I thought it was, did she go to the theater with me? I'm getting a nod. Yes, we're receiving. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes, did. Yes. yes. Instant fact check. <laughs> there. Yeah. That, yeah. That movie to me, it was. It was kind of a. It was a, definitely a slow buildup, and I, the, how she got possessed was a little flimsy. It's like they right. do show the you know, priest wherever he was, 
and I had the statue of the demon, and that was the demon that eventually did possess her. I think it's Pazuzu or something like that. It's not, it's not Satan. It's uh, some other demon. And then it shows her kind of playing with the Ouija board in the basement, and all of a sudden, you know, she starts to get turned and this and that. So, but I guess that's okay. They didn't need some whole big story, but it was a little flimsy how she got possessed, I guess. But her performance, Linda Blair, back then as a kid, I remember thinking like, God, yeah, I mean, that, you, that, that, that performance would like scar a child for life. I mean, how she, she built up to it and the swearing and the makeup and all that stuff that she did I mean, was very intense. Yeah. A te- does a young teenage girl have to sign waivers before she does that with a crucifix in a movie? You know what I mean? Like That was, yeah, that scene was pretty, pretty right. intense. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, just a great buildup, great story. But when she finally, when she did get possessed and the, and the, and the you know, uh, the, the scenes with her mom and then the priest coming in, all that, obviously, that took it to a whole other level. The, the actual uh, coldness in the room, seeing their breath, the help me on her body. Right. Yeah. The yeah. Her shirt was very frightening. Yeah. And then they had the, you know, they brought, they had the older actress overdub her voice to take it to another creepiness factor and everything and then finally the ultimate sacrifice of the priest to save her and yeah just you know all the way around horrifying movie so um i actually looked up a couple things about this since we overlapped and i i had no idea how acclaimed that movie was back then uh it actually won an academy award back in 74 for best uh screenplay best adaptation from a novel was from an actual novel in 74 one yeah. uh it won the best sound mixing in 70 but in gold in the golden globes in 74 linda blair won best supporting actress no shit. uh best motion picture drama best director william uh freaking drama best screenplay golden globe what's that it won best drama in the golden globes yeah huh. think about that how many horror movies Those deserved awards i don't know days. what came out that year also but that's all pretty seems pretty uh, deserved the well done movie Absolutely, over 441 million at the box office. If I wrote my numbers down correctly here, so um, maybe it's 41 points. I don't know, but it, it made a lot of money at the box office. Definitely uh, uh, well written, well acted. There you go. So the action oh. system. Yep, the good one. Other overlap. So you guys both had the Amityville horror. Yeah. Why? Uh, as a, based on a true story, correct? Uh, loosely. It is it's based on a story that turned out to be false. But uh, kind of like Blair Witch. <laughs> what? That's a well, whole. Blair Witch was always known to, or not always known, but always Actually, planned. I had that on a uh, on a honorable mention list. Okay. That, uh, yeah, I've got some honorable mentions as well. Was, when we get there. The Emneville Horror was uh, the Lutzes when they had a. Uh, when they did the story, they told the story, wrote, you know, sold the book and everything, come yeah. to find out that it didn't exactly happen the way, you know, some stuff happened in, you know, in their story, but there was a lot of exaggeration. Yeah, we moved in and we moved out. Right. Now, everything it, else in between, <laughs> eh, right. we had a couple of house flies in there, you know, who doesn't? What exactly? Red room. Yeah. Probably not an actual pig. In the right. in the house, uh, demon pig, ghostly pig, whatever. <laughs> what is the last time you saw this movie? It's I, 
been a long time for me. Me uh, too. It's Flip probably it. been. Didn't stop. Oh, it's at least high school. So. Okay. I mean, that movie is going to come. We talk about famous beards. Um, that movie will come up again. Oh, yeah. Roland, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, Magnificent. Yeah. It's just magical. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the quintessential 1970s look for sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, Everybody looked sweaty in the seventies. What the hell was it? Was nobody cool? I mean, what the hell? It was long hair and beards, and all of the shirts yeah. were long collars and thick yeah, right. cotton. And it's Flannels just a lot. And, it's a lot. and then also, jackets. Yeah, yeah, you're running from things. I just things are everything. tormenting your family. It's it's a lot. The corduroy yeah. makes it hard to swing an axe. Sure, <laughs> you would think. You know what I'm saying? You can't be quiet about it. You have that zipping sound. Zip, 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 zip. You would think it would give it away. It would know, might wake some people up. That's right. Yeah, I'm gonna. I would challenge you guys. Now that movie might have made my list prior as well, and so I watched it within the last two years. I would challenge you to rewatch okay. that movie okay. and see if you still think it's one of the scariest movies of all time. Because in my opinion, I was let down. My my child, my younger teenage memories of it, or even younger kid memories. You know, were different when I rewatched it uh, not long ago. The acting yeah, constant, but eh, the storyline is yeah, yeah. not a lot happens really for me. My list, the, the, everything I put on my list, I based it upon when I saw it. Okay. Um, yeah. Even rewatched it. I still wanted to because I've rewatched Nightmare on Elm Street and yeah. You know, it's it's obviously doesn't hold up as a scary movie, but I was trying to think of, I was trying to think of as along the lines of when I first saw it. I, I disagree with you on that. We'll come back to Nightmare on Elm Street, but yeah. Well, before we do that, um, let's go ahead and take a real quick break. Um, okay. uh, let's uh, do. Can I also do. just real quick one more yeah. thing on Amity? Um, yeah. I was also going to say, I, I in my head as we're talking about Amity, I'm like. I'm thinking, I know I've seen the original, and I know I've seen the remake, and I think I marry them in my mind. How similar are they, or how far apart? I've seen the Ryan remake. Reynolds also has a beard. He yeah. also has a beard and swinging an axe. A bowling beard. <laughs> I mean, but, come on. No, but, please, um, go ahead. I don't know if they did at the end of Amity, um, if they did a different twist. I feel like it might have been a little different. I feel like I kind of marry them together I in my head. If I remember correctly, wasn't it a St. Elsewhere uh, ending to where it all was a, <clears throat> it was all just in the mind of an autistic uh, Deadpool at the very end? I think no. wrong. No, but the, the original one, basically the, the biggest drama at the end, he went back and saved the dog and they got in the car and left. That was it. Brian, I was at least hoping that you would get the same elsewhere. Uh, I say I'm representing the millennials. I can't sit here and act like I know what the fuck that is. So I don't know. All right, he he didn't he didn't. <laughs> and elsewhere. it and it tickles my fancy when you when you go for a joke and it doesn't land, and then I like your reaction. You're just it so really disappointed. Is, so disgruntled. Is there anything better than watching a friend's joke bomb? It's <laughs> not. <laughs> what is the reference? What are you talking about? What do you mean? It's saying elsewhere. Go ahead. <laughs> They did what? What? Seven seasons in the in the the series finale. After all of this drama and everything, um, ended with all, the whole show was in the imagination of an autistic boy. Okay. All right. So hold that thought. We were gonna do, we'll do a future episode of the biggest television yes. series letdowns. Oh, that might one. That could be best a and worst. Yeah. Just just television series ending. Good. Yep. Bad. 
horrible. There is a similar theory to that with Friends, but we'll say... Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we will do that in a later episode, and we will actually continue the rest of this episode right after this break. Uh, break. Do you have to put, uh, you have to put uh, Jason to bed? Is that, uh, is that what's happening here for a little break? Among here? other characters. Okay, Jason, <laughs> uh, Freddy, Scream. Yeah, we're, we're not going to use this part. <laughs> All right. I'm going to... I mean, I won't even have to stop recording. I'm just going to plug it in. You'll look at the ceiling while I take him up to bed. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to. I want to. I want to. We'll pause, guys, and then okay. we'll come back with our next segment, and we'll continue our top five horror movie list discussion. All right. So we will be back. Sounds good. All right. Good night, Carter. And I'm going to take the phone with me in case anybody wants to watch me pee. All um, right. <laughs> well, now I'm. And we're back on Convincing Idiots. Nick, Dean, Brian here on the call. We are today discussing our uh, top five, our list of top five favorite or scariest, uh, depending on the person, horror movies. Um, which leads me to the question, what do you guys think um, constitutes a horror movie, a good horror movie? What are, you, what are you looking for? Dean, we'll start with you. What do you think? Um, you know, I... I'm not 100% sure. Um, you have the idea of... <laughs> I'm so glad I started with you that you don't He's have an like, <laughs> I specifically want to talk about this. No, no, no. I say that as not, not 100% sure, as in, it, you know, is it the blood and guts? Is it suspense? Is it supernatural? I mean, what, you're right. What constitutes a horror movie? So when I say I'm not 100% sure, it's because... There are so I think there's so many genres that you could like craft a horror movie into. Sure. If that makes yeah. sense. So that's why I'm not 100 percent sure. Like when I had some honorable mentions on my list, uh, the Blair Witch Project. Yeah. You know, yeah. I like that. No blood, there was no guts. There was no not even a monster, but the suspense yeah. was there. The yeah. and my honorable mention, first of all, for the Blair Witch is simply the marketing for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of what a yeah. brilliant job they did. You know, people literally. I was in the in line at the theater, and the woman behind me is talking to her friend, and she's like, "Well, you know, you know that they they never found those kids." That and she's telling the whole premise as it was yeah. real. Yeah, and it was very real. And, was, and that, I, that was the first lost footage thing that they right exactly. There. Yeah. So it fooled people. I mean, and I think I probably would have been fooled too, but like earlier in the morning, I watched Good Morning America and saw the girl and the guy on being interviewed. Yeah. So I remember, yeah, I remember being younger when that came out and that was the big thing going around, right? It's like, oh man, this is, this is real footage they found. This is, this is for real. Like those kids didn't make it back and all this stuff. So like, that was really cool. And it's almost like, I can still appreciate it. It's almost like, um, when you find out like wrestling's fake and people discount it and go, eh, it's fake. It's predetermined. Yeah. But those dudes are, I mean, I think if you can just kind of lose yourself in that for a minute and just appreciate it for being a good, it's almost like the, uh, they yep. do the same thing now with the, uh, paranormal, uh, activities, right? They're made to look like they're actual camera footage and it's right. supposed to freak you out. And if you let yourself just go there with it, like you would any other movie, and you I've appreciate never watched another, I've never watched Friday the 13th or, you know, pumpkin head or something and thought, man, that's real. That could really, I mean, yeah. you know, it's, a, you're supposed to suspend, you know, your belief right. here and, and enjoy it. So 
I mean, I, I have a soft spot for Blair Witch. I thought that was a good movie. And, uh, now, you know, if you can do that with it, it's fun. Is Blair Witch horror? I mean, I get where someone would sit there and go. I get where someone would sit there and say that, like, um, it's not because all they did is put body cams on. and But still, it takes acting. And no, there's no. I think the scene at the end is scary when they, you know, if you if you're in the movie and you think these kids are lost in the woods and they happen upon this cabin or this, uh, you know, and go find this stuff. And wasn't there tongues that sticks out to me? There were tongues hanging on a wall. Like on a the, uh, I, the oh, ending was, the ending didn't have a great payoff for me personally, but right. I, it was like just the uh, objects or like sticks and stuff or whatever, but yeah. Yeah. Well, let's yeah. go back to your question. So Dina, you, you said that, yes, it's, it's, it's not necessarily a violence Right. Or, is it more the feeling that you have? Is it the believability yeah. that makes it horror? What is it? I mean, what what brings out the horror in you? Like, like what scares you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, is it? You know, some people it could be the monster. You know, the scary monster coming out. It could be the the blood and guts. Could be the suspense. You yeah. know, a yeah. horror movie means something different. Uh, probably for everybody. But you have a bunch of different genres in that horror you know, idea. Yeah. Like for me, I've never like um, the over the top blood guts and gore, you know, while the effects are whatever. And it's, it's all right. well and good. That doesn't scare me. Um, the slow walking guy with the knife thing doesn't scare me, the monsters or whatever. But for me, it's always been um, suspenseful things. Um, yeah. That's why psycho is one of my favorite movies. Just forget, take away the horror tag or whatever. It's just, it's a fantastic movie and i'm just going to really quickly shout out the series on netflix black mirror which i love it's almost i think it's like a modern day twilight zone it's mm-hmm. just it messes with your head and it makes you feel uneasy and i really like it it kind of it, it does something internally it's not necessarily i don't know sometimes it's scary and other times i would describe it as more of yeah it just psychs you out it makes you think and it kind of freaks you out in a different way and i really like that i like something that challenges you like that yeah black mirror yeah. is very good now, Brian, I, have uh, seen that. I agree. Go yeah. ahead, Dean. Brian, being the the old, older generation of us, um, like what what mo- what horror movie like brought you into it? You know what I mean? Like, you know, you could have your favorites. That's that, you know, like, what was that movie that just, you know, kind of like Star Wars brought you into that sci fi and, you know, era and genre? What, yeah, what, a, there's a, yeah, there's a couple on my list. I mean, the. Well, The Exorcist was good to bring into the storyline and the whole despair and everything else they experienced. But two on my list, uh, you know, The Omen, it's about the birth of the Antichrist and the whole Gregory Peck and the acting was great. But it was like they they did so well with aligning it with the scriptures of the Bible. Mm. Uh, And you made it very you knew it was obviously a movie. But it made it very believable in I could picture something like this actually happening and the 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 people protecting him and all that. It just sucked me right into the storyline. It just and and the whole uh, ending when he's racing to try to, you know, sacrifice him in a church and the police are chasing him. I mean, every time I know exactly what's going to happen. But it just, I'm just drawn so into the story because, again, it's, it's very believable, you know. Yeah. And the same thing with The Shining. You know, The Shining, you are in that hotel with Jack Nicholson. And you can imagine, 
if you were cooped up in somewhere for months of, and actually it's kind of weird with the with the you know the, I guess the quarantine we have yeah. not to that level, I'm telling you, but it does mess with your mind. I sure you can imagine early. somebody losing their mind in that situation and just snapping. Now the whole supernatural stuff around it was kind of okay, but just that that premise of some guy slowly losing his mind was very believable. What's that? So th- this is I, fun because it ties us both in because Dean is the character in The Shining. And I was at my middle name. I was named after the kid from The Omens. <laughs> That's uh, fun. There you go. <laughs> Are you really? Uh, my middle name is Damien. Yeah. 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 <laughs> because of the movie? And that's for, yeah, that is why. That's where they got oh, the name. Oh, wow. See that? So my first that. name, I was named after uh, a heroin addict. And my middle name, uh, the Antichrist. So, yeah. Nikki wow. Six and uh, Damien from The Omens. So good, good, good stuff. You know what? It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it does. It really does. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of storylines and how believable and all that, yeah, we, uh, Dean, we both had the, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre on our list. Yes. Yeah. So, what about that movie brought it to your uh, uh, top five? Um, I liked it. Excellent. See, <laughs> you don't get these type of uh, opinions. Neat. On a lot of shows here, folks. You come here for the insight. You come That's here for correct. the neat shit. All the <laughs> neat shit right. is here. That's right. I I put uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre up there almost for the same reason where I almost put Night of the Living Dead on the on my list. Ah, yes. Um, it, it had like that, I mean, yeah, almost, you know, all the 70s movies had that uh, cinematic grit to them. But, that, I mean, it was the way the filmmakers, like, visually put it out there you know what i mean um at the end when he's when he's out there at the very end when he's swinging the chainsaw overhead yeah and in that music in the background i mean even then you're you're kind of you know you're spooked and yeah. there's nothing going on the people got away and he you know they're just panning out of this maniac yeah um and once again it's one of those believable moments you, you know to an extent, uh, but you know, you could imagine needing help and, and having to go into this house. You know, it, it's a believable situation. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And then I, mean, I, it was, I, looked, I had to look up her. Go ahead. No, it was based on a, on a real story. Also, uh, based on. No, I'm not saying no, it was the way any, Amityville was based on. <laughs> there are loose no. things. Yeah. Actually, there, what 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 it is based I, on? Okay, what it's based on is. Uh, Ed Gein yeah. was a serial killer who was Nick. The premise of Psycho was based on him as well. Okay. If I, if I recall correctly, he had the corpse of his mother kept in his house. I think that's where Hitchcock got the idea for Norman Bates. Okay, cool. I mean, but Leatherface... A masker, too. He did. Leatherface was based on Ed Gein wearing the skin of victims... And he had human bone furniture and stuff like that. So that was true, but everything well, but else was not. Dead mother. Huh? Wasn't, wasn't the mother all dead and stuff in the chair? Uh, the grand, yes, you're, the grandparents, you're correct, grandparents. in the attic. The grandfather yeah. was barely alive, but the grandmother was dead in the attic. You're right. Can we just stop to appreciate these people, ill as they were mentally? Yeah. First of all, the craftsmanship. To, to cut off someone's face and wear it, and also sure, I didn't know that was a thing. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, do it, you know, and it, it, whatever. 
That's that's pretty that's pretty impressive. Also, to preserve a human and keep them in your house, these these are intelligent people. It I'm takes, just saying, let's give credit where credit is due. It takes yeah. commitment. <laughs> it, yeah, it, it does. Very painstaking. Yeah. I mean, uh, and it's easier these days with all like the Halloween decorations you had. You can get it. You know, the different stores. But like, you could have a skull ashtray and nobody would think twice. They'd be like, dude, where'd you get that? That's pretty spirit Halloween. Night. No, this is authentic though. This is like authentic. <laughs> Made it myself. Tune in for a future episode where we'll have a Nick's, uh, a Nick's cranium uh, ashtray where Dean and I will smoke cigars and uh, ash into it. It'll be a, <laughs> it'll be our finale. So now for Texas Chainsaw, I, I had to look her name up today. Okay, so if you've not seen this movie, watch this movie. There's not a lot of gore in that movie. Right. Just the storyline is so bizarre. Yep. And like you said, it's a believable situation. And another thing that was horrifying, too, a lot of it took place during the day. When they went right. up to the house to begin with, the first killings and all that was middle of the, day, middle of the afternoon, seeking gasoline. And they just stumbled the wrong house at the wrong time. And, and there you go. But Marilyn Burns... Was that an actress in Texas Chainsaw that played Sally? Her performance in that movie of the terrified girl, like the surviving girl, was absolutely one of the best that you will ever see in any horror movie. I challenge anybody, you know, of a a victim uh, uh, in in any horror movie to out act that. Now I, I looked at she had passed away a few years ago at 65, but her screaming her reactions the movement in her eyes it was that drew me into that story even more because of her performance in that movie i don't know man that happy gilmore scream the happy lookout uh like that one that's a good one okay <laughs> real quick you're lucky you're far away that i can't punch you right now <laughs> Hold on. Can we first uh acknowledge appreciate um once again, Nick had said earlier in the show about Brian's uh, commitment. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you, I, if there's nicknames given out, Statman really, um, Ooh, yeah, really, Statman Brian Fisher is not a bad nickname. I sure. thought every time he's like, I researched this and I looked this up, and I'm like, wow, really? Like that's you awesome. Know, <laughs> you know when she died? I mean, he may have killed her. I don't know, but he at least knew when she died. Yeah, I mean that, that's impressive. That's yeah. better so, presence on the roster right there. That's what that does for you. Yeah, man. There you go. Right. My, my extensive 20 minutes of research has has paid off. So what else do we got here, guys? So, uh, Nick, what <laughs> else was on your list? You mentioned, you talked about the sixth sense a little bit, too. The kid creeps you out. What else did you have? Why yeah. Psycho? Psycho on uh, your list. Oh, you Psycho. Mentioned. Okay, so actually, so I texted you guys the other night. And, <laughs> of course, I think of this where other place but in the shower. And I think, oh, my God, Psycho. I forgot. Psycho, because I, I, we all sent our list to each other just to give a brief outline, and mm-hmm. I had my five, and I didn't have what Psycho. I, what, like, what, did you think of it? Did you think of it because you were in the shower, or because later you dressed as your mother? Because I what? Because later you dressed as your mother. Let's go with the shower thing. It was okay. the shower thing. It was definitely the, it was the shower thing. Fair enough. <laughs> definitely Fair enough. the shower thing. Um. My secondhand clothes for my mother really are that don't have anything to do with the decision. Um, no, so I uh, I forgot Psycho because but I now, guess I don't in my head when I think horror movies I'm thinking of the monsters I'm thinking of the gore I'm th- that's where my mind goes even though that's not what I typically appreciate most about horror movies 
Um, and I forgot Psycho. It's just, it's one of my favorite movies in general. So I just think it's, you know, when, when you brought up The Thing and I said, every time The Thing's on TV, I'm stuck there for, for the remainder of that film when it's on TV. It's the same thing with Psycho. With Psycho. Every time I see it on, I'm going to watch the whole thing through. Mm-hmm. The acting is incredible. Yeah. Um, the premise of it, I don't, it's all very eerie. And there's not, like you said before, there, like it's one of those movies where there's really not a lot of bloodshed or violence. I mean, there's the famous shower stabbing scene, but most of it is just him being weird and creepy. And you don't know what's going on in there. And you're, you know what I mean? You're interested. You're intrigued. And, um, you know, I know I already talked about another TV show, but what I thought the, what they Motel was fantastic. Like, I really, I don't know if either one of you guys, I did. I really enjoyed it. Did you watch the whole thing? I did. Okay. I really liked it. All right. All right. It was, I mean, it was. We really you know, should should say spoiler alert for a lot of this stuff, right? I mean, it's I know. It's been over for a couple of years. It's fine. Okay. How can you watch the end of the show and end of the series and, a pre, you know what I mean? It, it wasn't even the same story. Well, yeah. Okay. I get, I, okay. I get what you're saying there. Like I like were, what they did with it, but I like, I don't know. I guess I liked because, I mean, it does. It takes place in modern day. I mean, he has in the first season, he has an iPhone. I mean, like, it's kind of, you're suspending your, it's fitting in with the exact timeline. And it, it's kind of separate, but the same. Anyway, we're getting off track. Yes. I like the series just for what it was as a standalone thing, but also kind of tying into that. It kind of plays off of the psyche of him that what got in there, but without actually saying this is how this happened to this specific version of Norman Bates or whatever. Um, anyway, I just, I really like it. I like the fact that, um, I don't know, there's something really intriguing, something very intriguing to me about like the human brain and how powerful it is. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we can, anything is possible, I guess, in your own mind, your brain is so powerful. It can make people do what we would say crazy or erratic things or acts, you know, out of the norm behaviorally. And I just, I don't know. I just, I really like things like that. So it really hits in the wheelhouse for that for me. Um, and then the acting is fantastic. Just the whole thing is, I, I think it really like holds up. It's just a fantastic movie. And I love, yeah, I love it's, it's a believe you, you could, it's a believable. Yeah. You can picture is, yeah. a guy again, lost his mind, abused by his mother, whatever. And he was convinced that she's still alive through him. And the, the brilliance of Hitchcock in that movie to focus on the lead actress, who actually is uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's uh, actual mother. I right. Yeah. That. Yep. I did. Uh, but uh, to focus her storyline and build her up and you get to know that character traveling across the country. And all of a sudden, boom, the killer off in the shower. It was like, wow, what? What just happened right. here? Yeah. You sw- you thought that she would be the survivor. Then you bring in the other, you know, the other actor, uh, actress. But uh, yeah, just and. And at the time, you know, blood, bloodshed in movies was a whole thing. So right. to have that scene, even where they had a little bit of blood running down the drain, was unprecedented at that era. So yeah, Hitchcock was just absolutely brilliant. Yeah, and so. in in, a, in Scream too, like in the promotion of Scream, yeah. you know, Drew Moore, you're thinking, well, Drew Barrymore's in this, and then she's dead in the first, you know, five minutes. You think clearly influenced by a psycho, right? right. So, yeah, Paris hit yeah, Paris Hilton House of Wax, the same deal. Yeah. yeah.
right, so what else we got? Uh, Nick, what else is on your list? We haven't talked about um, it a little bit. I had, uh, let's see, we already touched on it. Uh, Amity, um, Exorcist, Psycho. I put Pumpkinhead in there. Like I said, that was just a, it's my favorite. It's my very, it's my very favorite. Uh, when it comes to Halloween, it's it's tradition. I have to watch The Crow and Pumpkinhead. Those are my two Halloween movies I have to watch every year. I love Pumpkinhead. As a kid, I could watch it and feel like I was watching a scary movie, but not actually be afraid. Um, the monster is the coolest. Like you said, the, the challenge before. I challenge anybody to find me a cooler monster or something from uh, Pumpkinhead's badass. It's just awesome. Um, I particularly love the scene. It's just all very cool. Like he takes the one kid and like smears his bloody corpse against the window when the kids are in there hiding in the cabin. Uh, he takes the girl up the trees, carving a cross into her forehead with his fingers. It's cool. He's not scary. The old lady in the cabin, the witch that summons him is by far the scariest thing in that movie to me. Um, but it's my favorite. It's my very favorite. Um, I don't think it's scary, but it's, it's, I just think it's cool. Um, so that's that one. Did you have something to I remember say about nothing that? about that movie? Nothing. I mean, it was, I remember I, it being really? out. I don't remember anything about it. Yeah. yeah. Until it came out of your mouth, I didn't know it was a movie. <laughs> uh, there's like four or five of them. Only the first okay. one and a half are worth watching. The first one is awesome. The second one's okay. Watch the second one. That's sure. not. There's I, a bunch of stupid things that people made. You remind me of, and I can't believe that I didn't even think about this when making my list. Poltergeist. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because when you said the yeah, old Poltergeist lady, didn't make anybody's list. Because the one of the scariest uh, characters to me is Kane from Poltergeist. Yeah. He creeped me the fuck out in, uh, in any genre of movies. Yeah. He was scary. Yeah. Saw that in the theater as a kid. That was that, that was that was Friday at the time. All right. So uh, we'll have. I, I envision we'll have a pumpkin head marathon someday. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The holidays, uh, yeah. Nick. That would be a nice. Yeah, that'd be cool. A nice uh, Christmassy uh, thing or something. Uh, Dean, yeah. what else? So you had uh, Candyman and Nightmare on Elm Street. We haven't talked about yet. I mean, Nightmare on Elm Street is. I mean, I think it's. I don't want to say generic, but you know, we all know why it's scary and 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 what it did to pop culture. You know, when I was a kid, you know, you had to me the music made it scary. Like if you put that to silence doesn't have the effect that that music had, you know, coming down the, the boiler room, you know, that just that eerie, you know, music to it. I think that did that for, for that movie. Um, if you guys have anything on Nightmare on Elm Street. You know what? I, we watched that the other night, Allie and I. She had not seen that movie her entire life. Hmm. Until we watched it a couple nights ago. And I have the, the box set of all those. And, you know, to me, it held up well. The concept is very terrifying. He, sure. He, he, you cannot escape this monster unless you fall asleep. And the, the, you, you, you'd realize that, and eventually you will fall asleep. You can't help yourself, right? Uh, the storyline was fantastic. With the parents, you know, you know avenging a, a child, you know, the, the neighborhood and all that stuff. Robert England, he wasn't as goofy in that movie. He was completely right. terrifying. Right. And the effects were all, this was in 1984, this came out. Yeah, yeah. the effects back then was all. When all Johnny that got shot. They had to build all that stuff. What's that? Up there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Depp's first movie, he was terrific. Nancy, the actress there, was great. Uh, just the whole story, it was top to bottom, a solid, scary. The end was kind of, eh. Kind of a weird payoff, sort of, but 
but yeah, sure. you're right. He, Freddy Krueger took the, I mean, you figure at that point you had Michael Myers, who was terrifying, but obviously just silently walking. And then you had right. Jason was around again, just a lumbering killer. Freddy Krueger brought personality into the, and you almost got, you know, it was almost weird as those movies progressed. You were sort of rooting for, for Freddy Krueger. <laughs> right, exactly. Get after the, the, the teenagers and funny. stuff. Huh? He became personable and funny. Yeah, Robert England was just fantastic in that. Well, I mean, some of those movies got bad, of course, like anything. But that first movie still, I agree, holds up pretty and good. And not to mention, I don't know if you guys know this fact, but that film um, uh, started one of the greatest hip-hop triumphs of all time, Nightmare on My Street by Will Smith and DJ Jazzy Jeff. Yes, of course. It's a banger, yes. man. Yeah. Yes, yes, absolutely. Right. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not the, uh, the show. I apologize. <laughs> no, well, that's also the uh, the, uh, the Fat Boys had a, a Freddy Krueger rap as well. Yeah, if I recall correctly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Dean, the uh, Candyman. What about Candyman? Was uh, frightening. Once again, probably 1992. If I watched it today, you know, would probably. I've be... never seen this one. I don't. I don't know anything. It about is Candyman. all mm-hmm. I remember is I. It was I. I distinctly remember being at a uh, a neighbor's house watching it, and I was you, you just felt uneasy because you had to look into the mirror in the bathroom, yes. call right. his name, the old tribe. Right. Um, I remember it freaked me out. I went up there and somebody whispered into the bathroom, and I got freaked out and stuff. Yeah. So I'm, it's just it's one of those that just it's probably not a great movie or even a great horror movie, but that moment of how I was how scared I was that night watching it kind of always yeah. sticks my. So, yeah, yeah, I put that. It probably could have been bounced up. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and bounce it off that list and put uh, Poltergeist on my list. So, fuck okay. you, Ken. Oh, all right, late switcheroo. Yeah. That's right. All right. Well, the one yeah, that I had, I just wanted to bring up. I don't know if either yeah. of you guys have seen it. We were talking about what makes a good horror movie or whatever. These yeah. are a lot of older movies. Uh, I think most of the films we have are regular, re- uh, relatively older. Um, I really liked, and this is not new by any stretch, but. I really like 13 Ghosts. Did either one of you guys watch? That was originally on my list until I forgot about Psycho, and then I got bumped. Yeah, and the hot naked ghost. It was an original storyline, which I liked. It was something different. Like, it was something you didn't... It wasn't the typical killer thing. Um, I like that movie. I don't know. That one was with the glasses. What's that? He had to have the special glasses to to see the ghost. Yeah, right, to see them. It was like a... He was like a rich guy that collected souls. Yeah. One of them. And there was some sort of movie or the best scenes was when that rope comes down and cuts everybody in half. That was ghost shit. Oh, oh, okay. But that's a great scene. I mean, it was both a ship, right? Or no, one was a house, wasn't it? Yeah, the one in the house. It was Matthew Lillard and they're in a house with uh, 13 ghosts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I want a shout out. Everybody gets cut in half. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, yeah, I thought about the same thing that when I looked at our list. I mean, the most recent movie was your, was 1999? No. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I was going to, I don't, what, what is a good scary movie in the last 10 years? Give me, give me, give me. Full full disclosure, I don't really watch a lot of scary movies because anymore, it seems like, and that seems to be the trend that, you see the scariest parts in the trailers. They want to get you there. And then once right. they have your money, like, who gives a shit what they show you? It's just, 
you know, they've, they've shown you the scariest parts. Um, so I don't know. I don't watch a lot of horror movies because I don't, I think I, the last one I really gave a good shot was, um, uh, the descent or not the descent, um, uh, hereditary, hereditary. It came out a couple of years ago. Yeah. It was all the hype. Everybody online was talking about it. And I was like, all right, I'm going to check it out and see how it is. <laughs> there was one scene that caught me off guard and there were creepy parts, but the end, yeah. like, it's almost like in the last 10 minutes, they're like, oh shit, we got 10 more minutes. Let's wrap this up, put a bow on it and call it a day. Yeah. It ended abruptly and very confusingly. And I wasn't impressed. And I, I just yeah. don't watch a lot of them. So yeah, yeah I mean, that's, that was, there's not what a lot of good newer ones. I took my poor daughter Peyton to go see that movie on Father's Day a couple years ago. <laughs> oh, did you? How'd that go? I'm like, let's go see Hereditary. Let's go see a scary movie. She's like, okay. I remember sitting with her. I'm just like, what in the world? What was I thinking to bring my poor daughter who had to come with me on Father's Day? Bless her heart, Peyton. Love you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're both like, this got really weird really fast. Yeah, it did. Down with his uh, flashlight. You know, he's checking. He goes, sir, are you guys okay? Oh, and here's your father of the year trophy. <laughs> you know, right there yeah get out i thought was good that was a good thriller See, i read a lot about oh, that yeah one. i saw parts of that yeah yeah that like number in the top five of everybody's yeah get, i haven't seen it but recommended not again just a thriller but it's 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 horror it was it's okay. creepy other than that yeah i'm with you i can't i just the the grudge and this and that i'm just not interested i they it's just they're different i think they're trying to recapture some prior magic in some of these old movies but and it's hard different it's hard to scare people because fuck i'm society is so scary like we're so desensitized to things mm. and dude the news is the scariest thing you can watch like not to be all like what but like i mean yeah the world like we're desensitized and it's hard to scare people i don't i can't it's hard for me to imagine something that would scare me like right. I'm scared enough. Like I have children in this world. I'm afraid. Like it's just, I'm. I I don't know what would scare me. Yeah. I mean, well, like one of the other uh, honorable men, the other honorable mention that I had was. Do you guys remember the movie The Others? Yeah, with Nicole Kidman, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was decent. That wasn't bad. It was creepy, but I only put that on there for the simple fact of the the twist at the end was so unique. That she was, that she was the ghost. Yeah, you know, right. He thought there was ghosts all throughout the house. Turns out she was the ghost from the past. You know what I mean? And like people Bitch, were that ain't unique. Her the sixth sense. Bruce Willis is a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, have you not seen it? No, I'm sorry. Wait, I just there was a scream outside. <laughs> it, it was kind of appropriate at the timing. Yeah, sorry. We're coming to we're coming to take you away, Dean. Yeah. <laughs> the funny part. Uh, yeah. Like the last one I on my list, I think it was the thing John Carpenter. the The whole premise was uh, again fantastic. Yeah. Uh, you're you're stuck on a base. Alien yeah. infiltrates the base. You don't know who the alien is. The shape shifting type presence. It's like Dean's COVID uh, right now. Yeah. Who? Where Can't is get it? Who can handle yeah. on it? It's just kind of mutating and morphing and. I'm going to tie you guys up and like, uh, we'll do the whole blood test thing. We'll put the blood in the vial and get the hot cable. (laughs) I mean, you have it. I'm going to tie you guys up. (laughs) The whole whole premise was great. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
Blood jumps out of the thing, which was a great scene, by the way. I'm exposed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we definitely we definitely had a lot of uh, uh, consistency. We had the, and it's interesting with it. Yeah, like you say, Nick, the, it's all from our younger eras. Even yeah, though the I think that's when you're older. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. And and you're right. I mean, you think about where we, you know, even in a short span of time, like you said, the accessibility to everything, it just, it's like you say, it just desensitizes people. You can look up anything anytime you want to. Uh, you know, back, back then, I mean, you're lucky to, I was lucky to watch the news at all and, you know you're just kind of running around and doing your thing and uh, and again just different the production was different the storylines were different you had you know you had more originality some of these are based on books uh, obviously some of these directors were one of a kind with hitchcock etc so just a different era and was it key is it uh, what's his name peel uh sorry i did that again oh uh, uh jordan peel yeah right yeah. I mean, he, he definitely, a guy like that definitely seems to appreciate the style of horror, maybe. I think so. So I think people like that are, you know, appreciate the, the same type of horror and storylines and all that that we do. I think we'll see maybe a bit more, you know, in the future. But I don't know. Right now, these days, I'm not overly impressed with uh, what they're putting out today. Give me, the, give me these movies. Give me the classics. And I'll yeah. keep coming back to these uh, personally. And speaking, you think, like, for example, yeah. you think... I'm sorry. Go ahead, Dean. Real quick. Speaking of horror, I think we all do want to acknowledge and are aware of whatever um, metamorphosis uh, Brian just went through right there. I was whilst, it, okay, I didn't want to say anything. I didn't know if it was my You were answer. breaking up and there was some sound and it was a little scary and... We Somebody couldn't see third, and then I got. Sick. We're better now. I, you're good. All part of the all part of the effect. What <laughs> I was saying is just that you know the you know the the someone like Jordan Peele hopefully will be an influence to you know bring some of this uh, you know better storylines and and that type of horror back into the fold and maybe be influential at that point. That's all I was trying to say. So. I was trying to say so and i'll leave you with all this right. thought i guess what do you, yeah. do you think like you know a kid like now i guess we'll see um i don't know how much you've let your son watch uh, or my kids have not seen many uh films in the way of horror movies or anything like that or suspense films <laughs> but will they find that stuff scary like are they gonna find that stuff scary? my son have... my oldest son is the most freaked out by Coraline. it is the scariest thing in yeah. his entire life it is weird. I didn't saw it young, and he just got weirded out by the button eyes, and then being pos- yeah. you know, like being possessive over her, and not letting her leave. So I know your son likes horror movies, but I don't know if he's watched them or if he like you know what I mean. Like he has watched, he has watched enough of them and clips, and just to show you, and 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 I know towards the end, so and you can't. As in for the podcast, this isn't going to help. But video, I'm going to show, flip it over, and show the. Neck of figures that he yeah, had. Collect. He had. We have uh, we leather. have a Leatherface. We have uh, we uh, Pennywise. have Pennywise. We yeah. have Gremlins. We've got Freddy. Freddy. We've got Jason on the shelf there. We've got yeah. the Alien, which is actually Alien. a very good one too. We got Predator. Yeah. And then uh, right down there we have the Terminator. So oh, yeah. yeah. So 
my four year, uh, four going on five year old is obsessed with all of these characters, but I right. attribute that to A, your son, and B, yep. YouTube. He's never seen any of these films, but he loves them passionately. He talks about them all the time. He walks around with sticks outside and pretends to be Jason, which I'm a little concerned about, but that's neither here nor there. But yeah, it's, it's you know what I mean? I, I'm hesitant to let them watch those things because I don't know. If, like, are they going to be afraid? Oh. Or is it just cool? I don't are know. You, are they you watch okay? Predator. That's the worst they've watched, Predator. Okay, like fine. Predator. Then, then you're okay with the violence. So let me give you this. The yeah, only I forgot thing... about some things in Predator. Okay, but... well, the, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> the then let me suggest the, the only thing that I've let him actually watch of Jason or Freddy is from the movie Jason versus Freddy, the fight scene. You can pull it up on YouTube, and it's, okay. it's a good three minutes. And it's a badass fight scene. They're fighting in a cabin, and it's cartoonish. It's it's Mortal Kombat esque, where they're pulling each other up in the air, throwing through tables, catching on fire, punching them through walls. It's so cartoonish. Yeah. But it's characters duking it out. Yeah. Brian, There's how a- old how old was Peyton when uh, if she's seen these things? Like, what? How old? What I, do you think's a I good control, idea? I controlled that too. It's interesting. But yeah, so I didn't show her this stuff until she was. I felt that she was old enough, like, you know, she was probably 12, 13, 14, and I kind of worked up to it, yeah. know, growing up with these movies and remembering some of the violence and things like that. We watched some of the creepy ones, maybe, and stuff like that, like so The Shining and stuff that wasn't uh, as quite violent, but, uh, but yeah, I definitely, I wasn't, the, I wasn't the dad that was just showing my kid everything because I wanted to watch a horror movie and throw <laughs> it on at all costs, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Never- Movie but she likes some of that stuff, but she's not. She's not a super duper. She's more of creepy and right. stuff like that. But yeah. See, one thing that I did with Carter was uh, the movies that I would show him. Like his favorite movie ever since he was little was Jaws. Yeah. Jaws, you know, and a is that a horror movie, guys? I saw it on the list. I it's, there's horror elements in that. I was gonna say sure. if we're gonna. It's a suspenseful movie. If we're gonna, I mean, if we're gonna I, include suspenseful movies, I would say yes. Sooner or later, we're gonna do a ultimate favorite movie. You know, I mean, what's the greatest film of all time? We'll, we'll oh, do it. Got my episode. And sure. Jaws is in my top five. It's a, uh, it's a solid movie. You know, and I I can do a whole podcast on that. But anyways, yeah, the one thing I did, anything that I showed him, I would show him behind the scenes. You know what I mean? He knew before watching the movie that Bruce was mechanical. You know what right. I mean? I didn't want him to be scared. Of it, you know what I mean? If he wants right. to see it, I want him to know what he's watching. Right. Yeah. It may have taken, you know, maybe later things where he could have enjoyed it a little differently, but he wanted to watch it at the time. He was in the sharks. So that's that was the route I chose. Was yeah. for, for, you know, if he wanted to, you know, before I had him watch the fight scene between Freddie and Jason. I saw him showed him the picture of Robert England sitting on a crate smoking a cigarette. You know what I mean? Because he was on a break during the movie. You know what I mean? Well, that's a good way to right. do it. Yeah. It's to make it real, yeah. Exactly. That you know, these are all, you know, like in a haunted house or the the you know, you're going that you don't have to be scared. That guy's name's Frank. He lives in his mom's basement. He's not a <laughs> <laughs> I just to know that. So you don't have anything to be scared about. It's illegal. He knows it. He's making five dollars an hour. If anything, he should be scared of where his life is heading. Not you, <laughs> sir. <laughs> That's right. 
he could be he might be uh making uh podcasts in his own basement someday yeah what a loser you know? <laughs> yeah i don't know all right so i think we we've uh, we've covered our movies and the interesting yeah. i think here is uh again like we said it's you know we all went back to the old school movie that was very interesting to me i i was i yeah. thought your guys' yeah. list might be more current than i than i anticipated we had uh, a lot more overlap than I thought, so I think we all are kind of on the same page of, for us, some of the better horror movies, it's not the gore and the violence, it is the story and how well it brings you into it yeah. and the emotions and the things that we feel tends to be something that we all agree with as far as what we consider to be true horror movies. Uh, I think we all kind of agree as well. The, you know, the current movies, get, they we're not as into them. You know, a lot of it involves the, uh, you know, the changing of the times and the desensitization, whatever that word is, and all that stuff. So, yeah, Nick, what are you going to say? I was say, I'm having flashbacks to the last episode. So we've done two episodes so far. Mm-hmm. And the general consensus is the older movies are better. <laughs> we did Star We all agreed. The I'm original both, but- and it's, yeah. there we go. But no, no, you got to wait till next week. I mean, it's going to come full, full circle when not only we're not only going to talk about it, but we're actually going to the next episode of Convincing Idiots is going to be us reenacting uh, Human Centipede. Um, which I, is yes. A, so I, 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 I did that, enjoy that movie. <laughs> I did. I, well, I, I, I take the, the head. That's all. I, I get the front. That's Different. it. Yeah. Since I, I'm, the old, I'm the oldest. I'm I get the, the middle. Fuck you guys. I'm in the middle. <laughs> I'm always right, a bit. I'm greedy. <laughs> uh, uh, on the human centipede note, I think it's a good way to uh, wrap up wrap up this it episode. Is. But really, uh, I want to finish. This. I thought about it, and 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 a good way to finish these episodes mm-hmm. for convincing idiots is: Please. Did I convince you, or mm-hmm. what was I convinced of? So we'll go around real quick. That being the middle of the human centipede is the best spot. <laughs> convinced. convinced. Yes. Done. Double okay. pleasure, right? Pick me so up. Were you convinced <laughs> of anything tonight? I no. Well, it, 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 I, I well, I am. I am in the sense of like it, it, it was interesting to me that we all had a similar mindset here. You know the you know yeah, yeah Nick did like Pumpkinhead because it was simply cool and it was a younger he was right. right when he was younger watching it and I think we all had some of those movies too with uh, Freddie and stuff like that but. Uh, yeah, I mean, we didn't need to convince each other a whole bunch in what constitutes a good horror movie, what is the better eras of horror movies, and what, you know, and all of that. So I thought that was interesting. I don't know if we convinced our viewers out there. They may think that we're, you know, being ridiculous by going to old school. So we're interested, by the way, if you, if there's any opinions on this topic, please share. Yeah. You can send us an email at convincingidiots uh, at gmail.com or post on our page, and we'd love to hear from you. Nick, what did you think? Did we convince, uh, did you, you know, did we convince anybody? Did Dean convince us? Did you? Did we convince you of anything, or how did it go for you? Um, I think uh, I was convinced, like I said, some, a lot of the older movies are better, or not better, maybe, but I, like you said, there's a common theme that when we're younger and we see things, we're more impressionable, maybe we're scared of things more. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can't argue. I mean, here we, the, the whole premise of this show is that we're coming from three different decades. We're representing three de- decades 
and uh, we all kind of find the same thing scary. So I liked what you said before about like maybe movies now are trying too hard um, and trying to do something different when it's just not there and maybe it's not genuine. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm convinced that I'm convinced that the greats are still the greats. That uh, we like the movies that we like. That the the old school movies that are considered scary by many people are still. I mean, The Exorcist. There's no like Exorcist is the case study. I think if we were to crown a champion today, The Exorcist is the champion. We all had him on our list. Yeah. We all agreed it's horrifying, and yeah. I don't think it ranked any lower than third on any of our lists. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I mean, The Exorcist is the crown jewel of the uh, ultimate horror movie. I think. Great. Agree. All right. So we're going to wrap up this uh, episode, guys. So a reminder to our uh, viewers and listeners out there from a viewer. Danny, go say something. I, I didn't get to say my convincing part. Oh, please. Then what are you convinced of, Dean? We did that with the human centipede. Besides that you're anymore. too slow and uh, wrapping up convincing. Go ahead. Right. I'm convinced that Brian has no fucking respect for me. Um, <laughs> no convincing needed for me. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm convinced, like you guys, that um, we all respect and enjoy cinema and film, whether it be a Star Wars or horror movies. You know, that's what brings us entertainment. And I am convinced that uh, Nick is probably going to look pretty good in uh, his mom's clothes. Uh, That's one thing I'm convinced of. You damn right. And I'm convinced that's a slunny slender. Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) Real, real form fitting. Yeah, I like that. No, um, but yeah, that that I, that's one convincing. Did we convince anybody else out there? You know, we'll find out in the comments. Mm-hmm. If Nick can uh, get it, stand on a chair right now. We can uh, see what else we're convinced of. Um, so yeah, that ain't I, that ain't, ain't gonna fit in this frame. No, too much for any of us. <laughs> yeah. Too much for uh, Skype. That's right. right. So again, thanks to our viewers out there. Again, so if you're viewing and listening, so you can you can find us on uh, uh, many major podcast uh, platforms. If you prefer to uh, listen to us, you can just look at for convincing idiots on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and others. We'll keep that information on our page. Yes, thank you, Dean. Uh, we're on Facebook uh, at convincing idiots. Uh, you can look for the hashtag, hashtag Convincing Idiots, and we're also on YouTube. Look for Convincing Idiots, uh, our channel, and we're going to post our videos both on YouTube and Facebook. And again, drop us, uh, drop us a line, convincingidiots at gmail.com, or post to our page. Love to hear from you. How are we doing? How are we not doing for you? Are we convincing you of anything? What do you want to hear in future episodes? And guys, uh, you know, one thing that Nick and I have in common is our fan dumb of the rock band kiss so we're going to talk about kiss in our next episode and we may or may not be wearing the same attire in the next episode but uh, that's okay so we're going to wrap this up and look for our next episode about kiss are they any good or is it just a garbage uh marketing machine band statman brian Brian fisher i think i'm gonna I think I'm going to need convincing on this one. Yes, you, you just might. All right, so <laughs> thanks, guys, from Convincing Idiots. I'm Brian. I'm Nick. I'm Dean. All right, and tune in next episode. Well, we'll try to convince you. Bye, all. Right. See you.